0: in a world of dungeons dragons and devious dms four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of blail flow i'm frank bunty i'm bonnerail i'm lord sugar i'm Draco justice and i'm doddy the resident dm nerd o d from the nod network listen on apple podcasts spotify youtube facebook and wherever else you get podcasts my signed copy of making waves by david hasselhoff gotta give us this, this full title got eaten by our hamster
1: Interesting. Like a really, really hungry hamster because it's a big book.
0: Well, not the entire thing. Enough to annoy me that now my beautiful, pristine, signed copy of Making Waves by David Hasselhoff is no longer pristine.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the OD podcast
0: and it is I, Gratina. I was not expecting that. I was not ready for you to intro then. Doesn't mean that wasn't, that wasn't okay. I just was not prepared.
1: Hi. You should always be prepared. <laughs> I thought you were born ready, Paladin.
0: Uh, that's true. That's true. I was born with a microphone in my hand. I came out going, welcome to the I've Just Been Born podcast. And I so, could talk. I was, um, I was dicking
1: about on Sky the other day. Okay. Um this is just seemingly going into your wow, because it just made me go, Oh yeah, that reminded me. Yeah, um and Whose Line Is It Anyway yeah, is cool. being shown on Dave, like the US oh, yeah, one. Sorry. Like um Whose Line Is It Anyway?
0: Oh right, yes, yeah.
1: Um, which I used to fucking love Whose Line Is It Anyway. Yeah. Um it was great. And to be fair, Ryan Styles and Colin Rockery have Nothing. not aged
0: at all. Oh no, no, no.
1: Like they really haven't. But surprisingly it crossed my eyeline because the Bella twins were on it. Um, what? So,
0: yeah. As, as to so the Bella Twins from WWE? Yes. Uh, were they contestants or were they just like
1: guests? The, they, were, they were special guests that come on. Right. So, and they were really funny in it, to be fair. So, one of the games they had to be um, where they do the sound effects, you know, where Colin and Ryan will do a story. Yes. Yay. And then for the other people doing the sound effects. So, they had the Bella Twins do the sound effects. And then the other one was like Living Props, okay. um, where they went skiing. And it was just, it was so funny, but they were doing that. But one of the things they had to do was um, they had to rap about Brie and Nikki in the style of The Beastie Boys. Okay. And it was just funny hearing like where you go, what? And then literally crack on doing it. And it was just like, you know what? It's just dead nice to have like unadulterated comedy again because usually whenever I watch stuff it's always you know there's swearing in it of like adult themes and stuff like that and it's yeah. just crazy. but it's just nice to have just stupid slapstick funny okay
0: fair enough't And I can imagine because it's just straight off the top of their head it's a bit more unfiltered um in that you know they're not thinking too hard about uh saying stuff they shouldn't yeah. Comedy is just comedy. It's just like, look, everything we're saying here is funny. Yeah.
1: It's just funny because they've not changed
0: anything about no. that show because they did no, it
1: with the hoe down. And I was like, <laughs> I, before it even started, I was like, I,
0: like I remember the tune. Wasn't it early 90s?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah it must be late 80s, early 90s because I remember very... him being a little whippersnapper,
0: but I can yeah. always remember the it's very up. odd how it's it it's not oh, it, it in the uk didn't it but then yeah, the fact that they had two you know american slash canadians on it i can't remember what they are i think think one of them might be canadian yeah so i'll, stick, I'll stick with slash yeah. um and then they added a, you know i mean over the years there was a good mix of people on it but there was the the, the sort of the two or three staples and then eventually it went over to the States and Comedy Central and Drew Carey hosted it, didn't he? He did. Um, and, and they just went, well, great, let's just have our Americans back, slash Canadians. Let's have our <laughs> North Americans. I'm going to go with North Americans. Nice. That makes more sense. So, yeah, it's just weird how it went that way. But, eh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's still so nice to have it back, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's an old... So it was from the look of it, because, yeah, obviously now they're both mothers and stuff. And I was looking, I was like, yeah, that's pre-pregnancy, obviously. Right. Following Total Bellas. And it was before Total Bellas and Total Divas came out. Okay. Because they would have talked about it on that, because they loved the media. Here's
0: Reg, our our WWE Divas expert.
1: So I was chatting to one of our our friends of the pod.
0: Um, okay.
1: But also one of my mates um, about bringing him into this quiz um, that we started last week, which, mm-hmm. uh, next, which, which we're doing next yet. week. Yes. I, I don't know how this is going. Yes. So we haven't recorded this yet. Right. So, um, <laughs> so about this quiz that we're going to record that sounds really insane. No, no, it's
0: fine. We've recorded it. We recorded our 50th episode uh, the other day because we could get everyone together because as you're all well aware, when mon- we record on Mondays uh, and it's always just me and reg now um it's the other two just have lives I guess um so it's difficult to get everyone That's, together so considering we managed to do it most weeks for uh, DD I was like right we're not doing D&D today we're doing our 50th pod our 50th episode so yeah we recorded it and we did uh, the also the first episode of nerd IQ um which will be going yeah so that'll come out next wednesday can't decide whether nerd iq is going to go up earlier or not but we'll see we'll see if i can edit it in time
1: nice um so i was chatting to him about it um and because he does a uh a, a he's all about the wrestling like the podcast and he does like the shows and writes articles about it for various media and whatnot um and he was like, Are you still following Divas? I was like, Yeah, he's like, You still disappoint me then, because my only wrestling knowledge is literally just the Divas. <laughs> um and yeah, he was very upset when he found out that I was watching wrestling. He's like, Oh my god, you watch wrestling, amazing, we can finally catch up about this. And I was like, Well, I watched Total Divas and Total Bellas, and then he just sent me like a six-message message just of abuse. And I was like, Okay. But it, it's still all right for me to watch, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's better than nothing, sure. And then I um I fell into a rabbit hole as well, speaking of wrestling. Did you really, I, I I I know it's been out for a few years now, but I never watched a video for it. But uh, Frank Turner um had a yeah. song called the, the New Storm and CM Punk That's he, the was, one. he was yes. wrestling CM Punking it, like fighting it. And mm. he's only just released like another interview um where he actually described it in greater detail with some dude who's really interested in it all. Uh, but that was quite an entertaining interview to listen to.
0: Okay. Are you done with wrestling segways now?
1: Yes, I am done wrestling segways. Um, but he is up for doing the um, he's up for doing the quiz because the quiz sounds entertaining. Excellent. Um, I was also speaking to another one of my mates to be like, right, okay, we're doing this. Um, you've appeared on one of our podcasts before, so I'm wondering if you'd be interested in, in participating. And he's like, nope, do not want to pay a quiz against you. I was like, why not? Because <laughs> I do one quite frequently with you, and yeah, he always wins, so there's no point. Okay. I like, yeah,
0: are you, at what point are you going to reveal to him that you cheat?
1: Well, I wasn't planning
0: on it. <laughs> Do oh. you want me to cut that out?
1: <laughs> no, no, it's fine.
0: Um, but I didn't, I didn't cheat on Arquiz. No, but that's my no, point. That's what and I mean. I still won. So, yeah. Well, true. Oh, However, one. <laughs> one thing I haven't told you guys is that probably the first round of this game show is going to be like the specialist subject. So, you have to pick something you think you know a lot of, uh, i.e. Uh, total divas, um, or, you know, the music of Prince, or wrestling that's not divas, I don't know, just things like that, it's whatever, who, mm-hmm. whatever you're into, if you think you know a lot about something, that would be the first round, so you've got loads of chance to get lots and lots and lots of points, and plus, who cares if you lose, I know, right? Like, it's just, it's a bit of fun. Come on. Um, but yeah, there's there's prizes. I mean, there's, there are going to be prizes, so maybe you do care if you lose, but they're not that exciting prizes. They're <laughs> really, really not. But it's, it's fun. But yeah, anyway, the, this is, at the moment, so to launch this podcast, we're sort of, we've asked a few people that we know. Um, you know some cosplayers some people who also do podcasts and things like that to see if they want to join in um, but we will literally we will have a place for anyone so if you're listening to this and you want to get involved um, just email us email us. At, um, email me at dan at nerdod.com and say hey I would like to be on your quizzy podcast thing uh, and we will hook you up as they say Mhm. Mhm. And you can go up against Reg, where he has to answer questions about the Bella twins. Oh, I
1: don't think I'd be good at that. Wow. Well, but I will give it my damnedest.
0: Made the claims now.
1: I um, I uh, I was tempted to get Ash. The uh, they've released a book. And I was going to get it for Christmas, but she was like, no, don't do that. Like they, they they did like an episode where they dedicated like chatting about the book and whatnot. Yeah, cool. Um And I just looked at. I, I didn't even have to like. Do it as soon as he started like, talking about it she must have been able to see the cogs in my head turn because they're right. doing like oh yeah we can do signed copies of our book and i was like
0: hmm
1: and she's like don't bother i won't read it i'll wait for the audiobook and i was like okay.
0: <laughs> yeah but a signed copy absolutely <laughs> you can go pride of place next to your uh your copy of making waves by david hasselhoff signed by the author himself and your simon Pegg book that i got you
1: my Simon Peg book, a hundred percent. The half book will have to come out of the shredder tip. or oh, no way! I went into
0: my, um, my signed copy of Making Waves by David Hasselhoff. Gotta give us this, this full title. Um, got eaten by our hamster. <laughs> Interesting. We have one of those like uh, IKEA cube units.
1: Like a really uh, really hungry hamster because it's a big book. Well, not the entire
0: thing. Enough to to annoy me that now my beautiful pristine signed copy of making waves by david hasselhoff um is no longer pristine um so yeah we've, we've got one of those ikea cube units that you put the little sort of the the cube drawers in and whatnot um and some of those cubes we don't have drawers in i just have loads of my books um but they're they don't have a back so the the cubes the whole go right the way through. Um, and we have one up against the back of the couch um, and there's there's probably an inch between the bottom of the couch and then the the bottom uh, shelf of the uh, of the unit if that makes sense. So our old hamster we used to just let out and he would just crawl around everywhere. He used to love going underneath the, the couch. And one day we we're struggling to find him. Um, and we could, hear, we could hear noises, so I started pulling all the books and stuff out and the cubes, and we found that he'd literally, behind a bunch of the books, he'd made a little nest. There was just loads of hamster poop, bits of the rug, uh, just food, everything, just whatever he'd found, he'd just built up this little nest there, but also bits of two or three of my book sleeves. He'd just sort of nibbled on the edges of them. and Yeah, any other book? any other book i'd have kind of been okay with but my signed copy of making have, waves by david hasselhoff have you read making waves by david hasselhoff no no if you, i've heard enough from you that's it's why one of the that, that's you why I, if never i like the it. bella twins i would be quite happy with a signed copy of total diva's bella's whatever whatever the book's called um i'd have been quite happy with that just because it's signed i just like my things that are signed even if i'll never read/listen slash to them yeah but he's just a massive cock Oh hundred percent. I, I, I no doubt.
1: I can't bring myself to be like everyone knows yeah, that Yeah, that was good. Hence why mine got binned. The minute he was like, Yeah, basically I am God, I was like, Right, you're gone.
0: Just fair enough. Just gone. So you'll always have the memories. The memories of meeting the guy. Exactly. Yeah. And sitting in kit,
1: which was and probably the highlight.
0: What's that? Sitting in and kit. Sitting yeah, in kit. True. It to it, to be fair, just to <laughs> explain what happened when we met him, the the there was a bookstore in the UK and in the states called Borders. That's closed down now, but um, there was one close to us, and um, yeah, he was doing a tour for his book. So they got they got kit out, which was great. That was out at the front of the shop, but also then um, had a signing, and the queue was out the door, and then right the way through the car park up this little this little ramp that connects the car park up to the main road up to the main road and then halfway down the road down to the next shopping center. It was huge, absolutely massive. Um, and you think, you know, Oh, we're going to stand here for hours and hours and hours. He drove his, his driver rather drove him up to the end of the queue. And he, when he arrived and he got out of the car and he went right the way down that queue, high five and everyone saying hello to everyone till he got to the bookshop and then sat down and signed everything, which was probably that that was honestly one of the best i don't want to say best signing experiences because i've met some pretty cool people from through signings but i've not had anyone do something like that before most people you're just like you know your first glimpse of them is when you're about sort of 20 to 30 people away from the front where you can just see them sitting at a table signing stuff and you're just like oh yeah there, there they are whereas this was like he just appeared and was just like hey everyone and introduced himself it was, it was great well yeah you say that but himself. then we, we also
1: you know performed a gig with ed from the bear naked ladies prior to going into a gig just because he was walking down the line saying hello to people so that was probably the best ever maybe fair enough <laughs> like truly meet like having ed teach you the secret chord while we're playing songs and early learning center yeah, no, that was
0: afterwards that was oh, after the gig. It wasn't well, the secret chord, was after the gig. He played,
1: he played with us before the, the gig. I just, well, in and he, so.
0: I, just, I just remember afterwards we were queuing up and then I got got them all to sign my guitar and he was like, oh, hey, yeah, let me teach you the secret chord. And then he taught me the secret chord, which apparently about 40% of their songs start with. So it's not really that secret. I just need to look up the tab. But he taught it, you'd have. He taught it me, and that's the important thing. I've forgotten it, but. I just need oh. to have a look. What the the opening chord to uh, aluminum? I hate saying aluminum, but the song's called aluminum. It's not called aluminium. It's called aluminum. aluminum. But yeah, that's the uh, that was the song. He said it's the opening chord to that song and lots of others. Right,
1: all right. And I've just spoiled it for every for him for everyone now. Yeah, no, no it's not. Right. sorry, sorry, Ed. Ah, but anyway, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm all Talking right. About Twenty about minutes bad. before I actually spoke to you. I got yeah, excited because yeah. your little word made me think of Beastie Boys, which then went on that massive sidetracking thing of a...
0: My impression of me as a baby made you think of the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Interesting. If I if I was, was a Beastie Boy, I would be very offended. <laughs> it was I just your... love some Beastie
1: Boys. Just made me think about it.
0: Yeah. Mm. I keep meaning to watch the um the Beastie Boys documentary that went on to Apple TV Plus. Supposed to be really good. All right. Uh, yeah. I I even n- knew someone. I will not say know someone because I, you know, they they were my friend's brother-in-law. Uh, so probably never meet him again. But they were at the infamous, if you know of it, I guess uh, Beastie Boys gig that was in Liverpool. Where there was fights and riots and all sorts of stuff, they they toured the UK and there was this this was back in the eighties and there was a huge like outcry that don't let them in the country. These these are gonna just just destroy the minds of our youth, you know. Like Mary Whitehouse saying, "Yeah, it it was that it was that whole movement," Um, and they played in Liverpool and there was protests and and you know small riots. Let's say. But yeah, he was there. It's like I oh, would have been amazing. Loved, I would have loved to see the Beastie Boys. Never got to. But never mind. I think the last it time they toured awesome. over it was was around uh, Hello Nasty, and that was just as I was getting into them. But yeah, I would have been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it will never happen. I'm pretty sure you're you're the one that got me into them as well. To be fair. <laughs> fair enough. Me and um. I can't remember the guy's name. Paddy. Guy to... Paddy. Paddy. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But I got you into a lot of hippity hoppity, didn't I, Reg? Bit of DJ you did. format. Bit of J five.
1: I wouldn't be into the hoppiest of the hippest.
0: Exactly. If it wasn't for you, Squire. No.
1: It was just a bit much for me. <laughs> no, it just I. Don't... I don't know. My, my music taste was very, I I think our Chris said it best was, um, very depressive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like anything that was like had a decent beat to it or like, you know, proper fast lyrics and stuff like that wasn't on my radar at all, unless it was like someone who's like been in a really like horrendous relationship and just broke it off and then done a new album to talk about it. Mm. I'm like, Ooh, i like this (laughs) so when you come along and you're like have have you listened to these i'm like who's dj format i was like well looks like we're going to uh, to manchester airport for no reason to listen to to dj format
0: (laughs) wasn't specifically (laughs) to go. we just went on a road trip to the airport because we had nothing else to do Um, and and we happened to listen to dj format
1: just so i
0: missed the day I, i mean i love having most of my music just sat in, uh, you know, like a little sort of three-inch uh, rectangle that I can just plug into my car and it just plays. But I do miss having my massive folder full of CDs, full of, like, 96 CDs that you would just... You get in the car and you would spend about 10 minutes just flicking through going, yeah, no, not today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that so, might be good. I'll come back. Let me keep going and we get to the end.
1: Before I had time time. This, this new stereo that I mm. put in the car like what last year or turn on the year before. Mm. I literally had the C D player.
0: Of course, yeah, that was like, fairly recent for you, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. So I was like, oh amazing. I get to listen to like all the old albums again. And then you forget that you can only put on like a maximum of usually about 20 songs on an yeah. album. And it's the same 20 songs What's you'll that? have forever on that album until you swap the next album over. And I'm just like ah oh, I miss the now the ability to actually be able to have like a you know an MP3 player hooked up to the yeah. car.
0: But that's um, why I got a um, an FM transmitter back in the day, and I got one before they were even legal in the UK. <laughs> it was illegal, nice. no matter how weak the signal to broadcast uh, your own radio without a license. Um, and then we were in the states, and I bought one for like twenty dollars, you know, next to nothing, and that was what I used to get any of my music through my car stereo. And it was a good couple of years until the, the, the sort of, you know, the, the government went, uh, okay, let's, let's, let's allow this. And they, they let it, <laughs> let it slide. But yeah, I was like driving around being legal. Although I remember driving to a gig once and there was loads of us. So we were over two cars and I had music playing in my car, um, using the FM transmitter and, one of the guys in my car must have texted the people in the car behind and given them the frequency that we were on. So they were driving along also tuned into the same frequency, but it meant they had to drive really close to my car and it was freaking me out. So I was like, what are they doing? Why, why are they driving so close to my bumper? Back up. <laughs> someone someone texted them and tell them to stop driving. And apparently it was because they were trying to listen to the music. <laughs> Just keep coming in like, yeah, we got it. We got it. And then I pull away and go to static.
1: No That's
0: mind. hilarious. Also, me and you were uh, we we were adopters of one of the greatest formats of ah, all time: the yeah, mini disc. The mini disc, yeah. Like I I remember I used to use thing with Napster. Yeah, it must have been Napster. <laughs> uh, quite a lot back, like right, 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 sort of towards the beginning of it, um, and downloaded the odd song here and there. But to the point, you know, now you just download an album and you've got it within about 12 seconds. Whereas back then it was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I have that song. And, you know, 40 minutes later, right, I've got that song now. So I started to, to gather like an a MP3 collection for a while and I started looking for MP3 players. And again, this was before MP3 players were a big thing. So iPods didn't exist at this point. And do you remember Creative Labs, who used to do um, yep. like sound cards and speakers and stuff for your computer? Yeah, they, they sound blasted, didn't they? Yep, yeah, that's it they made this mp3 player that was, I, I don't even want to guess what the capacity was um but it looked like a cd player like a portable cd player it was sort of this round machine and had a little screen on a couple of buttons and i remember thinking that's that's what i want i want to be able to put all my music on there and just not have to sit flicking through cd see now i've got the nostalgia of i want that cd thing back i feeling the cds but then i was like i'm sick of this i just want all my music in one And I went into Dixon's, so that's how long ago it was. Curry's wasn't the thing yet, it was Dixon's. Um, And I remember looking at one and talking to a guy there, and he gave me the best advice anyone in a shop like that has ever given me, because, as you know, they give terrible advice. Um, excuse me. Well, (laughs) I technically worked for that company as well, Red, so. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, a... He was like, "Have you thought about mini discs?" And I was like, "Yeah, but you can only fit like you know one album on. It's the same sort of thing, and I don't want to have to go out and buy albums." "Go no, no, no! You can record your own, and they do these um, extra long play ones now where it, it it records four times the capacity, so you can get like about you know five hours of music onto one one little um, disc. I was like, "Really? Okay." And after looking into it, that was what I bought. I remember getting my Xbox. I remember if again this was this was this is um, an America purchase. They didn't sell over here for the Xbox. Um, I can't remember what they called it, but it was like it was one of the connection kits that, that you know to, to plug your, your Xbox into your TV. But it had an extra little box in it that then had an optical out on it yes and it wasn't at least for the beginning it wasn't for sale over in the uk and i got that in the states so i could plug the optical cable in plug it into my mini disc player and there you go i could record away and then um, i still love making little disc compilations of like you know a good 60 songs or something like that and then like all my favorite artists are making little stickers as well i print out little stickers and they look proper professional with the artwork on that was great those were the days
1: that was awesome that because yeah and used to come up with like amazing titles for the uh like the best ofs and stuff as well yeah exactly
0: you've got it he couldn't just wasn't just like here's the best of dashboard confessional you have to have something you have to have some kind of title you know one of the lyrics or something like that to make it relevant but the um i i I do bring it for a reason and you know how cassettes are sort of making a comeback aren't they in Mm. a way you know, pe- people want to own physical music now, physical media. Yeah. But for some reason, people don't want to buy CDs over here, but they want to buy vinyl. Um, even though you t- I, I probably say at least 50% of people who buy vinyl can't play it. You know, they haven't got anything to play I'm true. included within that. I own several vinyls. I've bought vinyl in the last 12 months, but it's just for having it. And at least mm. I feel like you know, look, I'm buying, so I've got a physical media, and it's a really cool physical media. Um, and cassettes are starting to become that sort of thing now. A lot of um, a lot of artists are releasing their albums, and they're like, okay, here's the CD version or whatever. Here's you know a merch bundle, but here's a cassette tape version, um, and also you get a little card in there with a, a download code, so you can actually own the album that way, and that's quite cool. So um, you know, I I, I like I, I get that. It's not quite as nicer thing to have displayed, I guess, as a as a vinyl, as a nice twelve inch record. But it's still a cool thing to have. Um, there's a there's a group that are signed to so JPU Records, who release a lot of uh, Japanese acts over in the UK and in Europe and whatnot. They have um, an act that they've signed called Them. Um, it stands for Far East Mention Mannequins, and they're basically their whole stick is they are mannequins. To the point when when they appear on stage, whoever are touring, whoever's the whoever touring, whoever they're sort of the you know their roadies or whatever, have to carry them out and stand them up on stage. So I, I went to see I them in that's London. Enthralling live show. Well, it's only the beginning. No, they, they move once the music starts. Right, they move, okay. and dance, but it's you know like we're robot type things. But it's just really funny seeing them literally get carried out like on an angle like you know just carrying this woman out diagonally and then just setting her up and then putting her arms in the place and whatever hand the mic and then the music starts and they start moving it's just it's it's entertaining really good that they actually sing in english so that's it's quite accessible they um they, they're well worth having to listen to actually they've got some really good proper like electronic uh you know really good stuff anyway point is um i was at one of their gigs um and they were doing signing and whatnot and um I was looking at the merch and I was like, oh great, I'll buy the cassette. So I own one of their cassettes, um, of one of their albums, which is quite cool. But their new album's coming out and JPU announced that they're doing another sort of retro uh, limited edition and they're releasing it on mini disc. And I've not seen that at all yet. I don't I can't think of any other artist that has gone, yeah, what are we gonna do it on? Vinyl, cassette, no, let's do mini disc. Yeah, I was going to say, that's really good really And it looks awesome as well. It's like the artwork and everything printed on it. It looks great. <laughs> I'm curious where they got it done. Like, I don't know who who can do that nowadays. I'm, there's loads of companies, absolutely, that will do proper, you know, uh, vinyl. And I'm sure they can print cassettes. But, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Unless it's just what I used to do and they've just printed some stickers.
1: It might be, you know. could be. <laughs> i will not put it
0: past it maybe it, look, it looks better the pictures i've seen look like it's more than that but anyway <laughs> that was a bit of an aside but I, I, I like the idea of that like see this is the thing over in korea and japan where physical media like cds especially is still big japan especially is huge um like spotify and the likes just haven't quite taken off people don't people want to own the albums, and part of it is because of the perks and things that you get with it, but... Well, the main... CD
1: singles and stuff are always fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. so Korean stuff, you don't just get a jewel case with a CD and a little four-page booklet or whatever. You will get this beautiful, like, you know, 100-page photo book uh, of, of the, the members of the group or whatever, or you'll get, you'll get all these collectible cards and stickers and things you can make and all sorts of things. Uh, like they are really nice stuff. They you might you might buy something that's only got two songs on, but it'll cost you about fifteen quid because it's this whole photo book and collection collector's thing, and they look amazing. And I would absolutely buy more CDs and things if it was if they were like that everywhere else. And now in Japan, it's even worse because they still will generally come as CDs, like in jewel cases, but they seem to have settled on the fact that they can charge so much more. It's about usually about 3000 yen, which is about 20 quid, 20 to 25 quid to buy an album. And then they'll do about four versions of it. So you've got like the type a with one cover on, you've got type B with another cover and then you've got the limited edition, which will have a DVD on it. And then you'll have the like super limited edition that'll have a Blu-ray with it. And each one's got a different cover. And if you buy certain ones, you might get this perk, you might get like a, I don't know, you know, like um, a set of postcards or a set of stickers or something like that or a key ring. Or you might get uh, a little voting slip that will let you vote for your favourite member of your group or uh, uh, a ticket to go into a, a lottery to be able to buy tickets to one of their concerts. All sorts of things like that. But it's they sell so, 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 so much more. It is the biggest market outside of the USA for physical media. And the only reason USA is bigger is because there's so many more people who live there. Mm. But when you go per capita or whatnot, it is, it, it's insanely like more than any other country in the world. And it is all because of just, I don't know, they've almost, the, the weird thing to me is how much they charge for the CDs. I just, people seem to be quite happy and settled on the fact that, yeah, an album, you know, all that effort, and whatever, it's going to cost me 25 quid. Whereas over here, if anyone charges something like that, you better hope that you get—I don't know—better get something with it. Mm. You know, ten pounds is is about the max anyone's going to pay for a, an album. Yeah, definitely these days. Even but... then, you're just going to go Spotify for ten pounds. I'm I'm curious how much. I've never looked, but I'm curious how much something like Spotify is in in these countries. You know, whether it's relative to the cost of CDs. Don't know. Mm. Strange, but. Anywho, sorry, sidetrack. But
1: you're all right. I, I don't even know what you're being sidetracked from.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Um, I before I don't know whether you've got anything you want to talk about. But so our last episode, we talked in depth about Justice League. Obviously, Zack Snyder, Justice League. Um, and I managed to watch that by getting uh, a month of Now TV. Um, which is basically Sky Movies, essentially. Um, And I was like, well, I've got this month. Let me watch. I've watched Justice League now. That's really all I wanted to watch. But let's see what else they've got. And, you know, some good stuff on there. Lots of stuff that I've kind of missed out because we haven't been able to go to the cinema quite as much as we wanted to. So Mm -hmm. I've spent the last sort of week, any of my free time, just blitzing a bunch of films, which is good. And I watched one. I don't know whether you've, you've, you've got Sky Movies, right? I do. So, apologies, this is kind of talking about kind of out of date movies, but we do this anyway. We talk about stuff that came out a, two years ago. I'm like, hey, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake now, things like that. Well, oh, Control, I've just finished that. Yeah, that was out 18 months ago. Um, <laughs> now we're going to do it with movies. Um, have you seen Bloodshot? I, I can't. Okay. To watch it. <laughs> watch it. Really? It, it, right. It's actually pretty good. So Bloodshot, first of all, it's a Vin Diesel movie, so I understand your trepidation because that was mine as well. Um, and when Vin Diesel really sort of loves something and he gets really involved in something, I don't feel like it turns out particularly well. Uh, I'm looking at Chronicles of Riddick and all those films because he he is the driving force behind those. The only thing he's good at is getting his video game company to make yes. good stuff.
1: I was about to say the chronicles okay. already escape from Butcher Bay. Oh, it's
0: great! So good. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. One of my one of my favourite first person shooters. Um, right. Anywho, so Bloodshot is based on a Valiant comics um, uh, comic series. Basically, there's a apparently there's a whole sort of uh, Valiant universe of their comics that, that cross over, and Bloodshot's one of them. Um, and valiant comics like i remember back years ago they were sort of a bit of an up and coming indie comics uh, company mm-hmm. um and there's one there was one also started around the same time called boom who just used to do <laughs> licensed stuff and they were pretty bad they used to, they had the disney license and i don't know i wasn't a big fan of that sort of stuff um it's almost flipped now Boom makes some amazing stuff. They're like the new image. Um, but Valiant, I don't know. I, the, I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of a lot of their stuff. Um, it's just. It all seems a bit formulaic and samey, and I don't know. Um, and cheap, to be honest. Where, but mm-hmm. Bloodshot was at first was going to be. They were looking at that being the launch of the the um, the Valiant uh, cinematic universe, obviously, um, but that never got out. Apparently they were trying to keep that quiet. And then it got to the point where they, they said, right no, let's just, we don't want any referencing in this film to any future movies. Let's just have this as if it's a standalone movie, because we don't want that backlash. We don't want the pressure of like, you know, Oh, this didn't do, this didn't do well. So everything else off the table, like happened with uh, like the monsters, you know, Mm -hmm. the universal monsters universe after the mummy or whatnot. The sure the was a good film. Up, it was great. Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, yeah, nothing, nothing like the original mummy, but I didn't care. It was just it was a good Tom Cruise movie, if you ask mm. me. But I don't know. Um, But yeah, that that set up so many future movies that then could never happen because, yeah. Um And, and I'm sure part of that was the backlash against it. People, everyone just being like, oh, they're just trying to do another universe are trying to do a Marvel just stop trying to make it happen. Um but yeah Bloodshot from what I've heard it was it's another one of these passion projects from Vin Diesel and he's really, really into it. Um and it starts off it's really formulaic action movie. It's just to the point where it's like I don't even know whether I'm gonna watch this. Um and then it gets to a point where without giving it away something happens and it m- suddenly everything makes sense, and it's actually a fairly decent movie. From then, I was really surprised. I'd heard good reviews. To be fair, um, it just it it didn't get a fair shot because um, because of COVID, because cinemas shut as soon as it came out. So I think it was in cinemas for about two days in the states, and then that was it. So it came out um, you know streaming a month later or whatnot. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was it was actually quite clever what they did with it with, with I, I don't want to give anything of it away um, but I would definitely recommend watching it the only frustrating thing the only annoying scene there is a, a big action scene where um, when Vin, Vin Diesel's turned into bloodshot he um, th- this car that he's chasing goes into a tunnel and he makes a truck crash and um, which blocks the tunnel and it's pitch black and these guys, all the the um, the sort of the uh, Navy Seals in the car, they're like, oh no he's coming and they let off all these um, all these flares, all these red flares. So you've got this pitch black tunnel with all these red flares laying up everything. So it looks really arty and you're like, okay, yeah we're gonna we're gonna have a slow motion Vin Diesel killing everyone seen here, aren't we? And then I noticed that the truck that crashed was carrying flour. It was a flour truck okay and you know you know in the last jedi you've got that <clears throat> no matter what people say about it that final battle where they're all tearing across the um the plains, the salt uh, flats, right okay yeah and you've got the red and the the and and that i i just love the look of it it just the the one amazing thing about that film is the, the visual aspect of it and that especially is such a great look i just love it um it it, it it almost turns to that because you, all you've got is this red light and then you've got this flower that's just covered everywhere. And as he's running through in slow motion, punching everyone and they're all shooting him and he's, you know, breaking arms and legs and whatnot. It's all this flower flying everywhere. And it was just like, it was, I just hate when action movies do that, when they're just like, right, we need something to make the scene look cool. Okay, the truck's got flower in it. <laughs> Mm. so we can have this powder going everywhere. It's just frustrating me and it almost went back to the cheesy action movie bit because of that. But fortunately it picks itself up again. Um, and, it, and do you know what it doesn't outstay its welcome. It's like an hour and 40 minutes. It's it flows along pretty well. It doesn't get boring. So I definitely I definitely give it a shot. Um, but apparently in terms of sequels as well again vin diesel really wants to do it there is another character i forget what it's called um oh harbinger's name of the comic and there's a crossover in the comics world called harbinger wars and that's what they were hoping to aim for they even wrote like an end credits scene where it would introduce one of the characters before um valiant when no forget it we're not doing it um but apparently they're still going to do this harbinger movie that's still in the works so whether that does well and then they decide to bring bloodshot back um But have you, you, another one, have you seen Brightburn? Which is basically the uh, horror Superman. Yeah,
1: I know of it, but I've not not
0: watched it. I just, I'm not into horror films, but I thought I'd give this a go because it's, you know, it's it's a good little twist on the uh, Superman origin story, I guess. Um, but, um, But also it's produced by James Gunn. so so, okay this might you know this might be fairly decent if i'm gonna watch any horror movie maybe maybe this this should be the one um and it's one of those films i remember getting to the end of jeepers creepers (laughs) and and being like it ends on such an anti-climax on such a downturn like, these characters that you've been, like, rooting for all the way through, it's been like, come on, yeah, you could do it, you could beat that Jeepers Creepers. It's and then, spoilers, he kills them all. And then the end of it is just him just humming the Jeepers Creepers, the, the weird Jeepers Creepers creature, just humming the Jeepers Creepers song Jeepers. as he skins Jeepers. Justin Long alive. Yeah, exactly. And I just remember coming out of it being like, right, what what was the point? What was the actual point in that that's what i got from this (laughs) and it it sets up a sequel but um it it just it's one of those where you're like you're rooting for the the parents and all the people who live in this town as the kid starts to work out hang on i'm like superman um i can just do whatever i want i can break this girl who i'm this is a 13 year old kid by the way i can break this girl's hand uh who i think is really pretty but she doesn't want to talk to me i can then murder her mother um i can kill my uncle uh oh i can shoot my dad uh my dad in the eyes with my laser vision all that sort of stuff and then there's a big fight at the end with a mom and you think yeah something i can see exactly what's going to happen you know if there's going to be like a kryptonite version and he's going to be able to kill him somehow um and i won't giveaway again the actual ending it's,
1: it's fine if you want to they, me and ashley no, we're last night we've um, we've gone through all our series and stuff we watch now so we're like what what are we going to put on it's like well we do have a backlog of 45 films that we've recorded off sky cinema That's so it.
0: i'm the opposite i've sort of I, i've moved off i'm just like right i've got this for a month let me just watch every movie that i can that i haven't seen and you know that i missed in the last year or whatnot um with, yeah, and I've got tons of series sat there that I need to get into. I will watch The Witcher eventually. Have you still I watched The Witcher. Yet? No, no, but it's it's there ready.
1: Have you watched the um, the latest Falcon and Winter Soldier?
0: I have <sighs> that was good. It, it's it's just again another quality show. the The only interesting thing. I was really keen every week to talk about one and talk about what it all meant and what was going to happen. With this, I'm just happy to go along with it. It doesn't. I feel like it doesn't mean yeah. it. It Doesn't have yeah, any the, big mysteries, really, does it? It's just like it's just good quality. Yeah, action I think drama. it's
1: just that there's a few things that, that stand out that you, you want to discuss from it. Like I love that you you would like last week we were discussing how I hated Cap- uh, the new Captain America's face. Yes, just like
0: and how that was supposed then,
1: to be. In that point. Yeah, um, and then obviously this this episode came on, and he's done so very very well because you hate him. He's just a
0: cocky, arrogant,
1: stupid-faced gimp. Yeah,
0: and then he's also got his his uh, his sidekick as well, and they're just both I really off themselves, aren't they? Huh?
1: Ash was like doing the wanking time. He's like, he's a wanker. I was like, yeah. And um, the wife said he's a wanker. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> to put it nicely. Um, yeah. So like that whole thing is is mad. But then when they go dig into the the whole like when he goes to the hood and they throw in like the race card and stuff that goes in there and like they they, they tackle so many different yeah.
0: The fact that the, the issues cops, and, like, and ...treat him like, like yeah. oh, until, until he realised who he is and then suddenly he's a sir. You yeah, know, like, it was it's it's smart, but it's amazing the the level
1: of like the, the issues that they, they dig into and climb into and not afraid to to go with it. I thought like this week one was really, really good. So I, I was impressed with that. Yeah.
0: Um what but I... also bring in um uh spoilers if you haven't seen it, but Isaiah Bradley into it. Uh, mm-hmm. As the as another super soldier, which was interesting. I d- I didn't realise that they were going to bring him in and reference him.
1: Yeah, I'd never. would literally up until about twelve hours ago when I was sat at my desk and I was like, uh, I'm having some toast. I'll read about this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but like, it's, oh, this is it. Like- also, I I, always, I I find that any little questions or any little what might look like plot holes. That, that come up over the years, um, they they tend to do a really good job of eventually getting to them and going, oh, yeah, here, and explaining them really nicely. Like, you you, you know, you go from Captain America, the first Avenger, the, the film, um, and at the end of that, he, you know, ditches the, the, the plane in the Arctic or whatever, and then he's frozen there for however many years it was, 60 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think... You know, people are like, well, in that time, did they just go, uh, that's that's the end of that, we're not doing the super soldier thing anymore. Why Why is not every soldier suddenly got this super soldier stuff? Um, you know, and, and they don't really reference it, other than Bucky having it, but that was obviously Hydra. But no one else seems to have got it, but it was good that they actually then referenced, oh, okay, during that time when Cap was out, there was another... Uh, not necessarily captain america but at least another super soldier and that was i like the uh, the the guy that they go to see um in in the second episode of falcon and winter soldier no mm. so, yeah it's a nice touch i didn't realize that and um obviously I'd, i i'd had one of the cameos spoiled um you said there's a there's a second cameo on the way um, Yes. Oh no, and not necessarily a cameo. I think like, to be fair, even this cameo, I think, is, is a major part of the series, from what I, I'm hearing. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Mm.
1: Yeah, I was I was very impressed. Yes. But on the other note, I I don't know how I feel about the new Suicide Squad trailer.
0: N- okay, do you know after watching? Um, Harley Quinn, the um, Birds of Prey film. I think I am more on board with it. Right. You know, I've, you've sort of... You've got the the legacy of that, that movie, the original Suicide Squad movie, which is pretty terrible. OK? Um, and that would make you think, uh, you know, another Suicide Squad film. I, I'm just not interested. But then especially like Harley, Harley Quinn was, was probably one of the best bits in that film, but I still wasn't particularly a big fan of, of, of not, I don't want to say her cause she plays her well, but I definitely wouldn't, I didn't think I, you know, I never, I didn't rush out to watch birds of prey and the trailer for birds of prey also was so terrible that I immediately wrote it off in my mind. I only got, only watched it because suddenly I had a month of, of now TV to watch a million films. Um, but I really enjoyed that. Um, it, it was just, it was a good solid, again, didn't have to say it's welcome. Nice shortish film, really good action, um, done pretty well. To so the point where in this trailer, in the new Suicide Squad trailer, um, I'm sort of, I'm more used to her now. I'm more on board with her and the way that she is. Um, hmm. so she wasn't annoying or anything in the trailer. It was actually quite, I don't know. She was quite charming in the trailer. She was quite funny and it, and it worked. Um, and then some of the new characters as well that they started to introduce, like I, I thought that um, Idris Elba was just playing Deadshot. Didn't realize that he was playing a different character. I thought they just <laughs> recast Deadshot. Right, fair enough. But I, that's just what I'd heard, to be honest. It wasn't just like I'd assumed that. Um, I'd, I'd heard that originally when he was when he was, um, you know, mooted as being in it, that that was what he was doing because I'd heard Will Smith wasn't coming back for it. Hmm. No, I'd I'd be impressed if they got Will Smith back and killed him off within like the first thirty seconds of the film. Oh, how good! That, that would be worth
1: it. I Can't believe it's Sylvester Stallone that's playing King Shark.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, I, I saw him in the in the, in the in his name come up when it flashes up the the seven hundred people who are in it. Um, but I that was what I assumed because I thought I didn't see him and he's again he's one of those. It was like, um. You know when you heard Vin Diesel was going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy, and then eventually you like you find out, oh wait, he's the voice of Groot. That that I'm fine with. Yeah. And do you remember when he was cast in Guardians of the Galaxy two, when it was announced that Sylvester Stallone was going to be in that, and all the rumors yes, were right. he was going to be Groot's dad, and then suddenly I was like, right, fine, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that works. You know, and fair enough. In the end. He wasn't. He was one of the uh, one of the ravagers, wasn't he? Um, But because he was only in it briefly, it's fine, you know, okay, I'll take him. Um, But yeah, again, that makes sense. And him as a character, he's he's really, I can see him being the breakout of the film. He's, He's done really well. Like the fact that it almost looks almost exactly the same as the version in the Flash TV show. But then he's just got this goofy way about him.
1: Yeah, see, that's the thing that I know a lot of people are, are kicking off about, because saying that that's not my King Shark.
0: No, um, but it's that's what this film is. This this yeah. film is a bit of a you know sort of uh, almost a spoof on superhero standard superheroes. Yeah,
1: and that's what I, I like. I, I put up a post and our thing going like. <laughs> yeah i'm not i I don't know how i feel about it but at the same time i think king shark was my favorite just because the bit was like nom 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 (laughs) and just like just ripping ripping tearing and just really getting into it um and i was like you know what actually that's that's pretty cool um but yeah i just i don't know like everyone keeps on saying it's just it's a Earth version of Guardians, and I'm like, it's,
0: it's the really trailer not... made it made it feel like that. I, I I have no doubt that the movie's got its own, you know, independent story that's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna look like it's copying anything. But the trailer was clearly cut to to make people feel that, you know, the James Gunn doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the trailer, and I give him a bit more credit that he wouldn't just go, oh, let's just pick another, you know, 1960s uh, rock song um and put it over over the you know cuz that that is that is one of the defining things about the guardians of the galaxy uh, series it's the soundtrack right yeah. those those songs those sort of southern rock uh you know um i just i it did feel like they were playing on that too much i can't remember the song that they picked but it just as soon as they started playing i was just like uh, this just it sounds like they're trying to make you go, hey, look, look, look this is our Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm,
1: so, yeah. Don't I don't know. I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. But it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans down. And like straight away, like the 1,001 different spin-offs that are coming from it. <laughs> yeah, know, I wish nope. they just keep them quiet.
0: I wish they would just... Well, if you want to do them, just... Because th- this is it. This is, again, the the people have that them backlash against against any of this for the, just by the fact that they're they're like they're banking on this being a hit, a big enough hit that, the, that each of these characters can then have their own spin-off film or a spin-off TV series or whatnot. You know, it's almost like just, I don't know, it's really, they're really up themselves and they're like, yeah, this is going to be big, we can do it. And people then immediately are just like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let us no. be the judge of that. yeah look look at iron man no one knew that iron man was the start of something until the very end and and nick fury appears and says you know something called the avengers initiative and people are like holy holy cow yes this this is something i can see why. why have they not done this before Mm -hmm. people weren't like you know it just wasn't announced. It wasn't out there. It wasn't a big deal that this was going to be the start of this entire franchise. But everything else now is trying to replicate it. Yeah. Like, do you yeah. even look at you? You mentioned before we started the pod. You um, said something about um, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Do you even? See that as, like, you know, oh, it, it's part of the. I, I know, obviously, it is clearly part of this monster's world, but the k universe. Yeah, yeah, I just don't, I don't like, I don't know, I don't feel like, oh, I'm following this universe now. I need to watch all the little spin offs and whatnot. I just don't have any investment in it. No. Like I said to you, I, I enjoyed the Skull Island film, but the other two just were pretty forgettable. Um, and again, I, I, this I could quite easily miss and I wouldn't be bothered. Um, It almost, I don't, I don't feel like any of the movies have done well enough to warrant them continuing with this, but it's almost like they've gone, uh, we've spent so much money on this. We need to get this to our, you know, to the conclusion.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's irritating because now we've actually got like the, the tech to actually do amazing CGI and King Kong and Godzilla both look phenomenal. Yeah. And they're like, right, okay, so we've we've called these films, you know, like Godzilla, we've called this one King Kong. Um, so you've got to think automatically this is the highlight of the film. This is the star of the film. This is what the film's all about. And they're in it for about 20% of each film. The rest of them are all dedicated to the fucking human side, yeah, side stories. That's it. And it's the same King, King of the Monsters, like when Godzilla King of the Monsters was on. Like, I was really looking forward to watching it and I only yeah. got about halfway through it to begin with because it was all just about the human side yeah, of it. And them like, running
0: around, like, trying to stop them coming out and then they come out and then, oh, okay. Uh, well, well, move on to the next one. Let's see if we can stop this. E- exactly. It's. I mean, you need that story, though, because otherwise you've got these sort of emotionless faces that can't convey any... You know, any feeling to the audience. I mean, maybe King Kong can a little bit, but Godzilla, you know, you're not going to look at him and go, oh, yeah, you know, I can, I know exactly what he's thinking. So there's no, there's no way of following a story there.
1: All we need is literally what, like, this one's got the little girl, which it doesn't need that. What it actually needs is someone to be like, right, okay, so in the past, this is what fucking went down. It looks like it's about to go down now. We need to run and hide and let them get to it. Yeah, the film's well, like an hour. I would happily watch. Yeah, you know, an hour of just them two beat the living piss out of each other to see who comes out victorious.
0: Yeah, just have have the humans just narrating what's happening. <laughs> it would just <laughs> you don't need any of the story involving them. Just like, oh, it looks like King Kong's run away because Godzilla really, really you know, giving him a beating. Oh, but I think he'll be back. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, like, oh, no, he's recovered. He's back again. Another fight. Yeah, you could
1: have the guy, like, from Condime With Me doing the um, the, the voice out, like, <laughs> literally just narrating it, like, on the side in a helicopter.
0: <laughs> That's it. I like it. It
1: would just be, but yeah. But if you do that, like, that, that is Godzilla versus King Kong. It
0: is. But that. it also makes it, then, unbelievable, because... I don't understand how. Oh, okay, I, I just mean, look, you okay? You're in this world where where there's like this 200 foot lizard and two hundred foot gorilla fighting. Yeah, I understand that's unbelievable, but that is what the film is. That's that's the world you're ready for that that they exist. Okay, mm-hmm. the the unbelievable bit is that all these people survive. Like I've watched the trailer. And there's a bit where they're fighting in the sea. First of all, I don't quite understand how King Kong can stand up in the sea. Godzilla, I think he's a bit taller. I don't know, either way. Any, either of them. And then the, the humans are all on these boats. And there's all this fighting going on. And I don't understand how the boats just aren't sinking immediately. Mm-hmm. Like Everyone should be just dying. At least the first film, which I, I thought was the worst one. But at least the premise of that was it kind of made sense it was following these characters as they were trying to you know travel from a to b getting away from from godzilla or whatever trying to get to safety and it just so happened that godzilla was everywhere that they were um but you know that at least there was a a fairly human story there that made sense to follow does that make Mm. sense yeah I guess it's just the other ones has been I don't know yeah it's almost like the human story has been tagged on far too much. Have you seen um you know they obviously they're re-releasing them on like digital and streaming and whatnot. Um the original Godzilla one of the big criticisms was how dark it was. Yeah. <laughs> you could barely ever see Godzilla. Um to the new 4K written version someone put um, someone on Twitter put screenshots up and showed one of the scenes and it is I mean, it's not, this isn't a pun, but it was like night and day. It just, the the new version, it was so much clearer. You know, it still looked like night, but you could see, you could easily see everything. You could see where Godzilla was, whereas the original oh, really? one was just so, just pitch black. It's just, it's <laughs> terrible. And again, that was something that really bothered me, in the same way that um, Tenet bothered me, that I couldn't hear what anyone was saying. That bothered me, that I couldn't see anything.
1: But yeah, because those are your two things you like to enjoy using when you see a film.
0: Well, <laughs> When you go and see a film, you want to hear it and you want to see it. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But it's just—I don't
1: know. It's—it's it's, it's one of them. I—I I will. I'm gutted. It's not going to like the Sky Cinema.
0: No. And it no, will be
1: one over that's here that we're we'll getting pictures
0: that to see, but it's better for being on the big screen.
1: Yeah. yeah no, because like you've just literally said. The first couple weren't great. Skull Island was great. The rest weren't. Do you really want to risk your time and your hard-earned money going to pictures to see it?
0: Again, I'm just it's no. If, them, if you know. it was back in the day, maybe not. But I, again, I'm at this point. I just want to be able to go back to a cinema, um, and I used to go like every every week, every couple of weeks, and when it's only like three ninety nine, four ninety nine to go and watch a film. I'm more than happy to go and sit in a cinema for a couple of hours. Nice air-conditioned cinema, you know, with some with some popcorn that I brought in myself because I don't want to pay seven pounds for a tub of popcorn. You know, bottle of, uh, of, of caffeine-free diet coke next to me. I'm I'm more than happy. It's weird with that.
1: why all these cinemas shut down before <laughs> COVID, you know, because they can't afford to keep operating.
0: It's bizarre, mm-hmm. isn't it? There's plenty of people out there who spend a fortune on on. Going to watch the cinemas, you know, on on uh, concessions. I just i don't know. I it's just overpriced. Fair enough. Charge, charge more to see a film. If you're going to charge three ninety nine, you know, you're going to attract the people who just want to, uh you know, get a bargain. That yeah, it bargain is weird. Isn't is it? I'm going like, to go to Poundland before I'm in before I'm coming to the cinema.
1: Because it's like the one by me is still like eighteen quid to go see a film. Mm. I know. I, you know, I get that
0: you've got the 4DX and you've got the IMAX and you've got you know the television and whatever. Oh yeah, you've but that, all that, like,
1: stuff. The, that stuff was—it cost me to take my dad to go see the um, thingy, the last Star Wars film. Yeah. I think it was just shy of forty quid, oh. maybe just over forty quid for me and him to go. I think it was forty-five quid and like that to go see it in 4DX
0: and, the, uh, that's the thing. This, and this then i was like so, now, so least... i bought
1: you this for christmas but yeah. you know i don't think you'd understand because the price the ticket didn't have the price on it so i was like bastard <laughs> he's not gonna know that i just spent that on him and he's still expecting an actual present present <laughs> so but they, they still charge like 17 quid for a coke and I'm like, if you're if you're charging me 25 quid for a fucking ticket to go see a film with a moving chair you can't charge me fucking 17 quid for a coke <laughs> you know i understand the ones that charge three night now to go see a film because i'd be yeah. like you know what fuck it i'll pay an extra quid and have the comfier seats and that's how they get you well, I'll pay that's you the thing that's what
0: cinemas seem to have done they went they went through a, uh, a phase where a lot of them just went very cheap like a lot of the view cinemas and the Odeon cinemas and then both those companies decided to strip out a bunch of their cinemas and put in the super mega comfy recliner seats so they could then charge twice as much. And I, yeah, I almost felt like it's worth it in some cases. I think the one, one of the ones by me, it used to be a pound more to go and sit in the comfy seats back when you had the choice. Um, and yeah, so it was um, a five or was six quid. And I, every time I would pay that extra pound, I didn't the first time. And um, when the credits were on for, for, for the film, everyone left and I was sat there and there was a bunch of empty seats and I went over and sat in one of the recliners and put it up and I was like, holy smoke, this is this is the comfiest I think I've ever felt in my entire life. And since then, I would pay the extra pound. And then it went to two pounds and I was okay with it. And then it went to three pounds and then four pounds. And by the end of it, genuinely, it was six pound more to sit in the comfy seats. It was five pound or it was 11 pounds. <laughs> And I'm just like, no, there's nothing that would make that worth it suddenly.
1: I uh, if, if, if the only way you could watch the Snyder Cut was in the pictures, you would need that reclining.
0: Well, and, yes, to i say that because we... I, I can't remember whether, whether I, I spoke to you about it, but I definitely, at one point, I was considering going to watch... I think it was the trilogy of Star Wars when the last one came out, or it might have been Endgame and Infinity War and whatnot. I I forget. Um, but anyway, something that I knew I was going to be in the cinema for like, you know, seven or eight hours. Um, so it, I absolutely was going to pay the extra for the comfy chairs. Um, it didn't happen in the end, but that was definitely the plan. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Absolutely. Um, but a standard film, you know, two to three hours, I, I probably wouldn't spend more than a pound or so extra, even though they are one of the greatest things ever. But now a lot of the cinemas have just gone. That's all you've got now. You have no other option. You have these types of seats. Oh right, okay. So with the 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 OG, OGN have Ogen Lux and then View. They're still just standard views, but the one the one by us is all recliners now.
1: Oh right, okay. So you can't have a three ninety nine film anymore.
0: No, I think I think it's I think it's like six ninety nine now. It's not like it's gone a lot more expensive, but thing is, they're not as good. The Ogen recliners are chef's kiss. The um the, the the view ones are just eh.
1: right okay
0: they're like the McDonald's of of recliners Reg whereas, whereas um the um the Ogin ones are the almost famous slash Five Guys of recliners oh. they just have and so much more recline anyway means... oh. I don't know but if if um if you want a segue. I, I can handle one before we wrap up.
1: <laughs> I, I was going to say, um, we were having a conversation about a takeaway thing. I can't remember what the takeaway was, but it was coming out in the UK and I was getting really excited for it. I'll have hey, to remember it hey, for next week.
0: Okay, have a think. Um, while we're talking about giant uh, kaiju monster things attacking people, the last episode of the final season of Attack on Titan was out last night, Reg.
1: And then they announced that they're doing a load oh, more
0: episodes. actually the final season because they're just splitting it into two parts. What a technicality. I mean, okay, I've been... I, I remember watching the first season of Attack on Titan um, a bit after it came out um, and just absolutely loving it. It was amazing. And it's one of those... I see so many people in the comments of, of some of these like on Reddit posts and stuff like that and, and on Facebook and whatnot, all that You know, there's plenty of people going, oh, this, you know, it's one of the the best anime series of all time. And then people the complete opposite end of the spectrum, just being like, I don't know how you say that. It's the worst thing. It's terrible writing. You know, you know, all these plot holes that never get resolved. Everything gets resolved. There is a plot point in series one where there's a town that is like 100 miles away. And they're all on horseback, by the way, so it's not letting get there on a train or anything like that really quick. Um, and there's a basement and that is locked, and one of the characters has a key to get into that basement. And in that basement is a secret um, to everything that they're fighting for. And you think, by the end of the series, they're going to go there and they're going to get into that basement. That doesn't get resolved until about three-quarters of the way through season three.
1: And... <laughs> Well. i
0: think i think that's really good like when when I, I i got through season one and loved it and then season two took about three years to come um and i just never got around to watching it so in the last sort of six months i've then been the entire series up to the final season season four and it just it gets better and better as it goes it, it didn't it, it season two and season three did not disappoint after season one um but I remember watching it and when it got to the point of that plot point eventually paying off I was like you would never get this in American TV series like you look at something like um, like Flash and Arrow how a story arc just gets wrapped up within about three episodes you think something's going to drag you know the, the, the first episode of the first couple of episodes of a series starts and you see who the big bad guy is and you think, alright this is what we're aiming for here by, by the end of it and <clears throat> all the way through the season that's all wrapped up and they moved on to another bad guy or that bad guy's been beaten and then by the end of it maybe he'll come back they just want to get through stuff so quickly yeah in stuff like this in attack on titan another anime they'll take two and a half three episodes just to do one fight um, and you might think that sounds boring but it's just so intense and gripping it's amazing but anyway i get that digress season four they announced would be the final season um it went to a new animation studio as well and it's a bit weird because the characters look slightly different but it's explained away in that it's um it's like four three or four years like time skip um between season three and season four so everyone's a bit older you know mikasa is a bit more um it just looks a bit more mature and she's a lot more sort of bulky now she's way more like muscly and stuff so she looks a bit odd and erin's grown his hair and stuff like that so anyway um what was my point oh yeah so anyway final season um 16 episodes it got announced it was going to be and as it started going along people started to realize that they were never going to wrap up where the manga is and the manga has got one issue left it finishes, uh, I think, mid-April or beginning of May. Um, and then that is it. That is the absolute finale of the story. And everyone's like, look, we're, we're miles away from this. And then they also announced what the episode titles were going to be. And the last one, the last episode of the series, was called Above and Below, um, which is similar to to one of the chapters of the manga, which was oh. sort of about you know, 90% of the way through. Um, so people were like, it can't finish. It just cannot finish. And as it was getting closer to it and closer to it, it became very, very, very apparent. Yeah, it's definitely not going to finish. But why will they not announce that it's going to have a part two? Just say, it's the final season, part one, and we're going to have a part two. Because if they just hold it till the end, people are just going to be furious because like, oh, not really the final season, was it? Because here's another 16 episodes. Or the worry was that they were going to do a movie because movies of, uh, like, um, like of, of of animes are really big now like the um my hero academia movies over in, in japan make big money um and demon slayer as well is it, the, the movie of that which was basically just covering a sort of a four issue arc of the manga um made it basically it's the, it's the biggest gross in japanese movie of, of all time like, overtook Studio Ghibli films and everything. It's just insane. Right. So everyone was pretty sure they were going to go down that route because why wouldn't they? Because, you know, this is arguably bigger than something like Demon Slayer. Um, and, you know, it's got the, it's a big deal that they're ending it. It's going to make a lot of money. And the only annoying thing about that is that international fans wouldn't get to watch it for, like, 6 to 12 months after it came out, which would have been frustrating. But fortunately... They're not doing that. They are releasing it um, in December, but I don't know. It almost feels like fraudulent advertising, even though everyone knew. It's just so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that that was only half the series. Ugh. Yeah, it is a
1: it is a mad one. Like I wasn't aware of that. I got up to season two. I think I watched the first half of season two, and then. For, for no reason, just mm. literally no reason, just stopped. Yeah. Um. And I, I'd, I'd like to say I'll pick it back up again, but I know it get added to the list of I'll watch this oh,
0: I know. and I just, would. Thing is, I would put it higher than ninety nine percent of other stuff that's on your list because it is, it's so it's so good.
1: Yeah, I think the only the only anime I'm, I'm genuinely going to watch is the Shenmue one. To be honest with you. Um, yeah. like, I was so excited about the um, the, the Castlevania one coming back because I love season one mm-hmm. and then I watched like two episodes of season two and I think they're just now season four now or something because I'm just like yeah I need I need to at some point point. Um, and like Format of Panic came back and had like another one and I fucking loved yeah. Format of Panic that's like my favourite anime that's been done I just I've, I, I know I can watch it at any point I just I don't know what it is. I honestly don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but I just can't bring myself to watch animes and I don't know why. Because I
0: I, the- <laughs> I my my problem is just wanting to multitask when I watch something and then I just I can't have something that I need to read subtitles. Um so I've found that the time when I'm doing nothing else is when I'm going to bed. I'll just have my tablet sat on the side table, I'll be lying on my side and I'll watch an episode or two of them because then I can just lie there and and watch and read. You know, I I'm see. not like, "Oh, I need to also be editing this video or whatever I need. To, I want to be playing this game while I'm watching that," you know. So, I can do it on my phone. The screen's not big enough. Or well, like the tablet, the screen's not big enough. That I have to It, it, it is to when the... it's right next to you. <laughs> no, it needs if to be it, on like a my, big my, Yeah, I know. I, I know, but when you're when you're watching t- something on a tablet that is like a foot away from you, it is like having a, a forty odd inch TV, eight foot away from you. Uh, hold no. hold your tablet up in front. Sit on the, your couch. Hold your tablet up in front of you, and then hold it up to the TV, and you'll see that it will cover your entire TV in the position you're holding it in. I
1: I get what you're saying, but it's, just, <laughs> it's not it's not right.
0: No, fair <laughs> enough. But it just it's it's it works for me. It's absolutely fine. Mm,
1: I, I I'm the only I think the only person I've ever known that can't do it. I just yeah. I, I struggle. The only thing I can watch is like short YouTube vids and stuff on
0: right.
1: on the tablet. But if it goes on for longer than ten minutes or like five minutes, I'm like, it needs to just yeah. go on the TV. I d I don't know what it is. I think we've had this before. Um when I was saying like just was watching like TikToks and um videos and stuff on the phone and I'm just like I I genuinely struggle to, to do it. I don't know what it is. There's just something about it. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but I just I um, can't cope
0: with it. loss. you know, you're not getting to see all these fabulous, uh, torn uh, TikTok creations. I'm sorry, Red. Uh, so that's
1: that's the reason why he's not um, joining us on tonight's part. Apparently he's playing Fortnite. He just he did a TikTok or... The Snapchat he'd something. Um yeah,
0: but, he's also the, getting his kitchen remodeled, but still.
1: Yeah, not at fucking half eight at night. The guys are gone and he sits, he's just sitting there playing Fortnite. He his, his his whatever video it was, was like, well there's nothing else to do, I might as well play uh, Fortnite. I'm like, There's nothing else to do. We Yeah, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> just realised but this is on earth. I couldn't really be just going like you know what? Fuck you. But yeah, grow a site and come play. So. Sums up. Yeah, yeah. So, on that note, then. Yes. Let's all go beat him at Fortnite and make him cry like the little girl.
0: The thing is, I, I couldn't, but fair enough.
1: <laughs> I, I have no idea if I could. I, I think I played Fortnite for about a day when it first came out. Yeah. And then never touched it since. And I only did it because we needed a game to play that didn't require PlayStation Plus. Right. And right, right. When we could play with like the lads from work. Um, and we had like one good entertaining match. And then we had one match where like we all died apart from one guy. And we just sat like me and my mate just sat in the lobby for like a good fucking 10 minutes waiting for him to finish. And I was like, this, this is shit. And then that was it. I was just done. Uninstalled. Never touched again. <laughs> oh dear so yeah there you go that's my fortnight story Sean will be the one to be able to regale you the tales of the knights of fort but I am not that guy
0: Never mind.
1: I'm that Righty-ho. guy that can't watch videos on his phone but will happily sit
0: there and play RPGs on his phone that's so true <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do instead well, you are missing out You'll never know what happens to Aaron and his friends.
1: I'm sure you'll tell me the week after it finishes on. That, nope, on the never.
0: Pod. Never!
1: Uh, I'll just Google it then. <laughs> that's what I seem to be doing quite a lot of stuff recently. I'm like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah, I find it works quite well. Mm. So there you go. If you don't want to make an entertaining tale for the uh, podcast, I'll just Google it. Okay, sounds good. All right then,
0: babe. (laughs) Right, thank you everyone for listening. And we will see you next week for our 50th episode. Woohoo! Bye!
1: Doodles!